this week on the Lords of Grantham podcast. Julian came knocking and we answered. We're putting the crown in the rear of you to get out there on the pitch and play some football in the English game. Let's see what it's all about. And it's a new day for the Lords of Grantham. Here we are. It's a brand new game for us. An, an English game, if you will. <laughs> if you want to go that direction, sure. It's time to play the game. Yeah, we uh, we we said we'd put the poll up, and we put it on Twitter, and it was a split decision. I, I, see, so I didn't put it up on on Instagram. I, I should have, uh, but we we got some feedback from some people who said they don't have access to Belgravia yet on Epics, or you know, it may take some time for it to get to Amazon once it's done with its run on Epics. But a lot more people can access the English game on Netflix. And so that's the direction we're going for now is one where people can access the show. And at worst, VPN. You can find ways around of getting to the show, you know? We're not uh, condoning. We don't condone it. No, no. <laughs> or just put, save these podcasts and then listen to them when you have a chance to watch the show. Yeah, th- there you too. go. There you go. I mean, look, what we don't, we're, we're like your RAs in college. If we don't see it, if we don't hear it, if we don't smell it, do it. But... <laughs> We don't want to catch you up to no good. <laughs> if we don't see it here. So what did you get away with in college, Jay? I, I never did. You know, people are, you know, like, they're basically, the, the RAs, the cool RAs were like, look, you go party if you want, but just don't let it come my way. I was like a bunch of, like, safety dance people there. Like, you can dance if you want to. <laughs> well, I think the RAs knew but, that if, if something happened on their floor, they got in trouble. So they were, gosh, they didn't want to be narcs, but they wanted you to, to cover your own butt. And that's essentially what's going on here is we're, we're, we don't want to be impacted by this. So yeah, so you know, you don't can watch go tagging us to, <laughs> <but>. <laughs> on, on your socials as you do break the law. Exactly, exactly. But before uh, we get the, into yeah the English game, we have a couple things to discuss. Okay. Our our good friends sure. at, at High Clear Castle Gin came a knocking. Great gin. Yeah, so they have um, two different things they kind of wanted to ask us if we would be cool enough to discuss. And, you know, they're cool people. They've been cool to us, so of course we're going to indulge. They have a YouTube channel now that they're getting off the ground. And Oh, yeah, I, sh- I shared that on our Insta story for a day. Yeah, and they have uh, episode one of their U- their High Clear Castle Gin series on YouTube, and I checked it out. It's pretty, pretty straightforward, but all yeah, things but considered, it's, so- it's cool. Yeah, so for those of you who enjoyed our conversation um, with the people at uh, High Clear Castle Gin back in last July, uh, you know, they're very well connected to the Carnarvons, and this video series follows Lady Carnarvon and just her sharing stories from the real High Clear Castle, from the real Downton, essentially. So if, you, if that interests you and you want to hear more of that, watch that YouTube channel. And what's the YouTube channel name, Dave? I think just search High Clear Castle Gin on YouTube and it'll show up. It's the first thing. It'll be High Clear Castle Gin Episode 1. Right. We'll we'll link to it in the episode description as well. Mm-hmm. And another thing, the second two of two from our friends at High Clear Castle Gin on Friday. So this coming Friday, what is that? The seventeenth mm-hmm. at four p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and whatever that translates to your time zone, we did we weren't given the math on that. There will be a virtual cocktail half hour 
with Lord and Lady Carnarvon on their Facebook page. Yeah, Facebook Live. Uh, I'm sure that video will probably stay up on that platform, you know, sometime after that too, if you aren't available or aren't awake at that time to, to watch it live. Uh, but or if I you're think, still working, yeah, we got an invite like to attend. Yeah, yeah, so we're we're so gonna we're gonna be in the audience as well in enjoying the stories of the Lord and Lady. So we if hope to Q&A, see you though, there. Please shoot a yeah, shoot us shoot it our way too if you want us to ask some questions and you can't attend. Well, I mean, but, I think know, if, yeah, yeah. if, if you're gonna attend because you heard it on the Lord of Grantham podcast, do us a favor and when you ask a question, just say like I'm here because the Lord of Grantham. <laughs> Yeah, just just go all in, you know. I'll I mean, why not? It's, it's like a pr- free promotion for them. Well, here we are promoting them because we love yeah. them, and they've been super cool to us. So I don't think they would mind. Lady Carnarvon would be We're, like, "Oh, that, that that's my favorite podcast." Uh, I don't know if that's don't, what, don't do that's that not what her voice her sounds like. No, no. I think what you need to say is we Porchy the Carnarvon. He came up positive in, in, in our rankings, so I think that's. All they need to know. Yeah, and we we clearly don't know what happens to him in season two or three. So, or if he comes back. Yeah, I think he does. So, that's okay. that. But uh, yeah. I have one more thing to promote. Okay. So our a friend of ours who I used to play in a band with in high school works for Spotify, mm-hmm. and he's been a little bored during the quarantine. So he asked all the old bandmates if he could put our EP on Spotify. So. If you want to hear 15-year-old me playing the guitar on Spotify, it's there. You just need to go. So what's the name of the band? It's called Three Years Accident Free. Three Years Accident Free. We're a ska band, or we were a ska band. But it's stuff that, you know, it's it's funny how some of it has aged. But it's Mm -hmm. also funny how some of it has remained pretty consistent as far as our characters as people. Like there's But amateurish lyrics, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, well, there's a, a song about Star Wars. There's a song about the love of video games, and there's a song about uh, people that we don't like at shows, and all that stuff is still, you know, I'm 31 years old, and that's half a lifetime ago. It's still very m- relevant information. Well, there you go, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. So check I that out if you're into into that. And Corey's band yeah. is coming up next week on Spotify. I got. I have nothing to promote on my end, uh, an extracurricular. So, you know. Uh, and check back next week, listeners, for Dave's Animal Crossing code. He'll be giving that out next week, too. Hey, I mean, if you're playing Animal Crossing, you, we talked about it in the Lord of Grantham Lounge a little bit. Hit, hit us up. Man, I played that game 15 years ago. I, like, I'm, I'm like, just, I came early to the party and I left early. Uh, just, it was. I, I, I had enough of that Tom Nook guy, man. I don't want to deal with him again. It was gifted to me, so I was. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I was talking to my brother because he just got a Switch and I said, um,. He was asking, I said, what games did you get? And he said, Pokemon and Animal Crossing. And I said, uh, I'm interested in Animal Crossing, but this was, um, I've, I've had some ups and downs with my job over the past couple of weeks. And I, I was in the gray area and I said, I don't really know if I can afford to drop 60 bucks on a video game. And then I just looked in my Venmo and I had the money for the game. So my brother bought me wow. Animal Crossing. So Man. that was a very so thoughtful that, gift. And I have yeah. been sinking a lot of time fishing and shaking down trees for cherries and coconuts. <laughs> Well, anyways, I'm happy for you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe I'll pay it forward to, uh, to oh, somebody else. Before, before, well, this transitions to the episode. Well, speaking of that gray areas, let's go to England. But transitioning into this episode, oh, the I, uh, <laughs> no, we're not talking about him. Okay, <laughs> uh, so you know, we're revisiting a Jul- we're visiting a Julian Fellow show. We're we're back with with fellows. It feels so good. 
But over the weekend, I was catching up on... They have all the old Pierce Brosnan and James Bond movies on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I was watching Tomorrow Never Dies. And I recognized the person who was on the screen, although I couldn't quite place him. And I thought, is that Julian? Is that Julian? And I looked up on IMDb, and Julian Fellows is there with next to James Bond uh, in Tomorrow Never Dies for one scene as like some kind of prime minister figure. Wow. Yeah. Is he good? And... Then, and yeah, he was very Julian. He was. He was. Uh, I, he, he hasn't appeared in any other. Julian, James Julian. Bond Where does Julian fall? Uh, Is he a Julian I, or more of a Julian? I think with that with an A. I think with an A. Okay. I think he earns it. And then and Rosalind is Money Penny in those movies, which I never realized. Uh, Aunt Rosalind from uh, Rosamund from from uh, Down Abbey. So I was unaware too. I really didn't grow up with the Brosnan movies. I saw Goldeneye, and that's and Goldeneye and Die Another Day. So I'm not well versed in Brosnan Bond. <laughs> Anyways, let's get to the man of the hour, though. Julian Fellows. This is what we're here for. More of that good-natured human drama that Fellows brings to us in the English game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dave, so what background did you have this show before we chose to watch it? I think the only background that I really had was that when we were talking about this versus Belgravia, you were like, yeah, but English game is about sports, and that really doesn't seem like it'll play with our crowd, and that was all that I knew about it. Yeah, that's all I really knew about was sports, and for some reason, I think they said football, and I just couldn't connect it to as we call it in America, soccer. And also I was just like, wait, what is this sport? Because I was like reading some descriptions and like they, they talk about how it was like a lot more brutal back then and, and like played differently. And I just couldn't figure out what the sport actually was, even though it's quite, quite clearly they're playing a version of soccer. You're talking about in the episode, um, you didn't know what the sport was? I wasn't sure what the sport was exactly. Yeah, well, they're playing I a, lot was, like, of, a bit of rugby, rugby rules. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it, it looks like it was going to be some rugby-ish type things, but... um. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, based on my cursory research, Julian was, he just struck a deal with Netflix to produce a show exclusively for the platform. They wanted to get in the Julian Fellows business, and so, I don't even know if this concept had come up yet for them. They, they, it was just, Julian's going to do something for Netflix. Um, and here here's where he, he landed. And I, I'll share more about, you know, what his plans are for the show, but... Uh, it's kind of interesting to me, though, that a big deal for Netflix was like, we, we want Julian Fellows on our platform, and yet you can't see a lick of advertising anywhere for this this show. Like, I, even with us in quarantine and everything, I've seen advertising for Belgravia all over my social media feeds and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, same here. Epix has done a, a good job of like letting you know the creators of Down Abbey have a new show. This show, I have seen absolutely zero promotion for, and it's been on Netflix yeah. for two or three weeks or whatever. The only stuff that I've seen about English game is from our fans asking us if we're going to cover it. So, Right. It, it just speaks to how Netflix just pumps and dumps stuff like on their platform. Because like, just, yeah, it, you know. Well, I was looking at the top 10 because I said, you know, English game, Julian Fellows, people in quarantine. This has got to be like a high, high ranking show. And I was shocked to see that it's not there at all. Yeah. And, and, and not only not only does the big show show and that new WWE movie on Netflix rank in the top ten, not no English game in sight. 
Yeah. And they must have spent a lot of money on this show because it looks nice. It looks very and, nice. Very And before nice. we, we get into like the details of this episode, I think if you know if you're listening to this and you're curious in the show and you want to go check it out, my advice based on the first episode that I've seen, not the whole miniseries or whatever short form show it is, it's good. It's it's worth watching from just from my early you know, watching the first episode. Oh, or are you were just sort of getting right into how well no i'm just saying for for like if you like would you recommend it to someone you know or would you rather they spoil themselves and listen to this whole podcast i mean if you if you haven't watched the show and you're listening to our episode breakdown thank you for your support <laughs> but yes it is a good <laughs> it is a good show i would it's, it's fellowsy it's it's what we've been missing yeah, it really it, my heart like felt more complete <laughs> watching this there's there's just something he understands about human drama. That's true. That, I mean, I, we don't need to talk about the queen. I, I just I just feel like there's, there's something here that wasn't there before, and I'm I'm so glad we're back with him. Yeah, and I, we do know a lot of people have been asking us to. Are you going to go back to the crown? Yes, we will at some point. But we got two yes. fellow shows, so we're going to work on those. And then little did I know, like how many TV shows he's written over the past decade, miniseries, yeah, movies, man, like. We could be also, the fellows. The fellows, fellows could be a real, real moneymaker for us. Look, business is booming for us, man. And he's seventy. <laughs> like this guy is doing work like no one else at his age. Hey, right man, Doctor Fauci's seventy-nine. So you know, this is. Uh, is he? Oh yeah. All right. Well, prop, speaking prop of 70, Fauci. <laughs> yeah, speaking of seventy-nine, this show takes place in eighteen seventy-nine. Look at that transition. Uh, We're professional <laughs> broadcasters. Yeah. Uh, in England, um, go figure. The English game takes place. In England, um, how, Dave, how does the show start? How, what, it started what with it a lot of exposition title cards, which I really appreciated because it saved so much yeah. time of characters. the The one thing that Ring for Tea always used to complain about Downton was they used to do exposition exposition breakfasts where they would just explain things over mm-hmm. a meal. None of that in this show. They tell us all the stuff we need to know about this current situation, and then off to the races or off to the pitch to play the game. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, I wish I would have mentioned that, you know, <laughs> I wish there was the, the, the asterisk for American audiences. You may know this as soccer. Cause I was like, wait, what are they talking about here? What game? <laughs> English but game? that's just me being a dumb American. <laughs> yeah. What is this English game? Um, but we see a bunch of players in the field, like already going like, you know, it's, it's raining and they're kicking a ball around. It's like, Oh, okay. It's, it's that game. Yeah, and we see like the 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 poor man soccer ball is is some weird pine cone looking thing that this little kid is kicking around. Like, what the heck is that thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and as the show informs us, no working class team uh, has really reached the finals uh, un- before. It's unprecedented that there. It's always been kind of you know, as the show says, it's the English game. It's more of a game for the people in England who are like kind of rich and stuff like that, and they've kind of run the game pretty much mm, yeah it, it, sort it of, like a, a word play there yeah yeah it's it is it is a high society thing that is not meant to dip down because who are our two or who is our kind of hero here he's, he's a scottish man yeah uh, fergus fergus yeah ferguson Ferg- uh, not, not ferguson fergus no it's it's ferguson it's satira ferguson they but they call his name him fergus is fergus Souter. I'm on IMDb right now. I got the page open. It's Fergus Tudor? Suter. All right, well, maybe... Fergus Sutter? Suter. Suter. 
Well, maybe it is Sutter, but the way they pronounce it is Suda. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, Ferg. it is Fergus. It's, it's uh, Asaph Ferg starring alongside the, the, the bad guy from Kingsman and Kingsman 2. Yes, yeah. Uh, Arthur Kinyard is the the character's name. I don't know is that the actor's name. I don't Edward know any of these actors' names. Sure. Uh, well, I think, so we first see Arthur playing the game first, mm-hmm. right? And he's won the cup three times. Uh, he played in more fall cups than anyone, and he, he's clearly rich. He, he's got money. Don't know, we don't really find out much about his background, where he's coming from for, with that money. No, we do. We know that his wife is pregnant. He was a former soccer player. Football player, gosh, this is gonna be so bad for international people. He was a former football, like professional player, uh, at one point. But um, yeah, I don't know. I guess his dad was just—he's just rich. Yeah, like, uh, it's like you know, unexplained wealth. It's like all of right. England. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it's similar to Downton how it's just inherited. You know, just yeah, we're just you know, you generation. just assume that the rich are rich and the poor are poor. Yeah. So yeah, we see him in his element, and then we see Fergus and his friend Jimmy. Jimmy or Tommy? Tom, right? His friend? It's Jimmy. Oh, his friend is... Oh, yeah, okay. Because all these people... There is a Tommy. Oh, there's Tommy and Tom. There's two... He's doing what he did with uh, Branson and Barrow. (laughs) Thomas and Tom. We do not need two... He's He's Julian two Toms. That's... All his stuff (laughs) has two Toms. He's two Tominous, man. He's two Tominous again. Um... Yeah, so the, similar to Down, they arrive by train. You know, we get the shot of them coming in by train. <laughs> Wouldn't it be As, great if, if they had the if they had Bates just like sitting there, not involved with the plot? Well, Bates Bates would have been a pup back then, man. Well, you know, just put, a, put, put what's his name, Brendan Coyle, there as a as an extra in the background, just for <laughs> just for laughs. Riding around on trains, riding around on trains for thirty five years until he arrives at Down. Julian, you gotta pay me my money. <laughs> um, bastard. <laughs> yeah. So they they arrive at work and um, they're getting their food and board and people are like those don't look like mill workers. They're, they're, they're these these two Scottish men who are showing up to do mill work. Okay. But they're not like jacked up dudes. No, they're just two Jimmy. Two Jimmy is a is a remarkably average looking man. I I can see Fergus as, as is a bit imposing. Yeah, Fergus looks like he he could like throw fists and he's oh, got absolutely. that mustache. It really kind of. Let's you know, like he means business. But we, for uh, we find out that these two guys G- are professional Scottish footballers. Yeah, I mean, are they? I wasn't clear to me. Are they, they're ex-professional, right? They're, they're still not professional, or are they? I think they're professional in Scotland. They? So it'd be like if oh, someone okay. was in the CFL and then went to go play college ball or something like that. Gotcha. So, so they're, they're, this is like they're, they're in their off season or something like. Or they're, maybe they're just getting offered more pay. Yeah, to do they just this. got offered money. I think be, that's the big one of the big controversies of the episode is that the old Etonians oh, we'll get to that. are. Yeah, well, I mean we're talking about it. But so, so the, the the mill owner who who brings them in is Mister Walsh. Mm-hmm. Uh, he runs the mill and he oversees the team that represents the mill in these uh, football games. The dude has a nice tan. Did you notice that? He's pretty tan. He's a tan-looking man. I didn't. I didn't write it down, but I guess I did notice that. Oh, I mean, he has a really nice tan, along with like the thick beard that he has. And yeah, he's got. It a looks good, like he's, he's got a good natural color to his beard for an older gentleman. He's got some some gray, right. but he's got some a lot of black. That's what. I mean, I don't have a black beard, but I mean, to get that sort of color ratio at his advanced age, I'd be all in. 
yeah, I, I, the guy must have time for a tan and like afford a good barber because he he looks he looks well considering he runs a small mill. Mm-hmm. And as we soon find out, yeah, these are two ringers that have been brought in to help them win the cup. And, and why did he bring them in? Because this is the this is as far as a poor team has gotten in a long time. Yeah. So if he brings these guys in, this could be the X factor they need to beat the rich boys. Yeah, it gives them hope, which is mm-hmm. what he wants to instill in the in the community, which uh, cycles back to my favorite theme with uh, with Julian, where he has these rich people with a heart of gold <laughs> that more than likely didn't exist or very rare. But Julian's just like, you know what? Here's this guy. He owns a mill, and he he really cares about the common people. <laughs> we don't know. When, he, he's not like rich, rich though. No, but he's got he's got some money. He's got and, more money than a lot of his, his workers, for sure. And really, I, I imagine, and I, I saw this like historical inaccuracies I can look up later. I don't want to spoil it for myself. I'll look it up after we do the show. But I can only imagine that realistically, this guy brought in these ringers, maybe if they if that happened at all, to win this cup because he wanted the, the pride, not because he cared about the people and, and stuff. Or even if he did actually care about the people, raising their hopes was in some way of maybe managing you know their you know optimism and, and just employee experience mm-hmm. at the mill by having this going on so i don't think it's as quite as uh gold-hearted as as julian's making it seem like this guy really cares about the community <laughs> i mean we'll, we'll see as the episodes unfold but he seems he seems honorable especially compared to the other mill owners well yeah he, i mean he's being written that way but i'm just saying in real life i i don't i doubt okay, <laughs> i have sincere fine. doubts you about can, that too. But this is fiction, right? So we're good. Also, I have sincere doubts about that tan. You see how gray it is in this episode? The skies are so gray. Where is that guy tanning? Yeah, I mean, you know, in this in the shade. You still get UV rays <laughs> through the shade? Okay, all right, all right. Um, yeah, so for Fergus and Darwin, they get their own space. We see that, yeah, they get their own room and board. They get a, a woman there to, to help them. Oh, yeah, and, and old, old Jimmy, Jimmy Love loves to love. <laughs> that's his last name his last it's Jimmy Love and she, she says is that you and he says guilty as charged and we've is it, it, maybe I misunderstood this because I was soaking this whole episode in this mm-hmm. housekeeper woman that they're kind of staying with is a widow right mm-hmm and, and so that doesn't stop the love no 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 and as he and also it's funny he, so he says Jimmy says sorry to hear that smash cut to uh, Fergus being like you can't be flirting with her and it's like is that past his flirting back then saying I'm sorry to hear you lost your husband <laughs> different times well then he did he did a lot more than flirt we'll get to that we'll get <laughs> to mean, that sure we'll get there when we get there <laughs> so well, let's just follow, follow the order of operations here um so it's the quarterfinals so, of this match. Mm-hmm. It's the the Darwin. Do we know? Are the, are the, do the teams have names? Are the Darwin blank. Do we know that? Do we, did you no, catch that? No, it's just Darwin. So it's yeah, Darwin not, versus it's not the, like the Darwin Vipers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, may, may, don't don't talk XFL team names. This will make me cry. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and the, the, the rich boys are the old Etonians. They look pretty young, if you ask me. I don't know why they're called the old Etonians. Well, they're the old. They're you know they. Julian wants old you to money. know that they're old money. Yeah, no, so that's fair. We watched the 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 first half of this game, or no? Well, there's the introduction where it's another show with Top Hat Boys. 
a small mm-hmm. a pack of boys with top hats on and yeah. they they introduce this the the, the boy the Darwin team to the old Etonians to we which we get the first showdown between Fergus and Arthur? Yeah, Arthur. Arthur where Fergus says the game has changed a lot since your heyday. Back in Hamden. because uh, yeah. yeah, he he used to watch him play and so it goes from like praise to backhanded compliment and Arthur says, um, well, now that you've established my best days are in the past, like, thanks, bro. Um, but I like that you know, Fergus comes in with the edge. Like, he's not, he's kind of, uh, how would, he, he's, he's kind of a, a, a renegade, you know? Sure. He's, he's, doing he's Scottish. His, yeah. <laughs> he's got that edge. Um, and, and we do get a little bit of a preface with Kenyard with, like, his father, uh, where they, in his family asking why he wants to keep playing football, you know they they saw it as a way for healthy boys to get fit, but now it's you know nothing more, um, mm-hmm. and he kind of shakes that off. But uh, we get shades of some characterization there of like okay, so maybe he's not just a bad a bad guy facing up against Fergus. Maybe there's more to him. Going yeah, and on. we see I don't know if it's later in the episode or in that same exchange he's questioning his father's upbringing or his upbringing by his parents and his. You oh know, yeah, they get to that. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, that's not really a, a big scene. So I guess no. we just say it now that because you know we his find wife out that it, yeah we find out that he's just looking for some advice on being a parent. Kind of like uh, this is reminiscent of that scene in the Queen where Elizabeth asks the Queen Mother about you know being an absentee parent. Kind of, and this is that same sort of conversation where Arthur does not want to be a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But right. He, he kind of he, he he's kind of hanging it. with the bad boys. He's in the 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 jock crowd, and they're they're kind of bad boys and, and and how do you know they're jocks because they're wearing you know khakis and, and blue shirts uh polos whereas the freaking uh darwin people are dressed like prisoners with the yeah, freaking striped and white stripes. shirts yeah uh nothing says bad boy like people wearing polos and khakis <laughs> yeah it's the eternal uh prep, preppy heel right but did you notice dave the thing they had in common both these teams is they're wearing boots to play this game <laughs> I mean, that must have been the uniform. <laughs> that, was, that must have been brutal to run around in. Like, they, they've shown the most handsome men, you know, on the on the Darwin team. You know their feet are probably gnarly looking. Running around in boots in the field. <laughs> Those are some grody feet, I'm telling you. And they're wearing, like, wool. So, like, they're they're rashing up. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh... So we see this yeah, quarterfinal you, you game. Have... Uh-huh. And the first half is a, is a squash. Our our boys in Darwin are getting spanked by the old Etonians. They're just playing hard. They're just playing the old style where they just kind of run into you. So uh, they're just taking them, taking them down. Really, like playing dirty too, kicking in the leg and everything. Like a lot yeah, of model model going on, real dirty. And then at the halftime, yeah, old, old coach comes up, Coach Walsh, and he's like, "What are you guys doing? You got to step it up." And and the captain who is who Tommy is the captain, one of the yep, Tom. Must- uh, he has a mustache too, <laughs> a yep. lighter mustache. And he's like, I, "This is what I do. I don't." And, and then he's like, "You're not the captain anymore." Oh, Ferg is the captain. Mm-hmm. And uh, and all Fergus has to say is spread out. Well, I, yeah, I mean, he gets a little bit more inspirational than that, saying, <laughs> uh, "He says, you know, we can't win by playing them at their game. We have to, you know, run the ball forward, and and the game's about space. You got to do it, kind of do it on our own terms." 
mm-hmm. because and that's really what he's getting at with how Arthur fell behind was the game evolved with passing uh, to you know small people like you know being fast with the ball you know kicking it to bigger people who can't be taking it down there's a lot more strategy whereas the way they're playing on Arthur's team the old Tonians is they're just kind of knocking you down and running through you mm-hmm. and so how does that strategy pan out for the, the Darwin crew great <laughs> they tie the game up just as yeah. the you know as the clock ticks down to zero well that was the weird thing to me is there, we don't see any clock so it's like who's measuring to say like all right game's over <laughs> yeah when the game was over i was like wait a minute is this some time out right and this so. is funny because i i played uh in our town it's sterling house soccer and I mm-hmm. played a couple years of Sterling House soccer, and the one big thing that every single coach that I had would say was spread out and don't bunch up. That's a, I hope he was talking about soccer. Yeah, he was, because all the kids okay. do. He says, you look like a bunch of grapes out there. You're all, you're all in a, a cluster together. And then you start spreading out, and you start seeing that success. So so you could have you you beaten these old Etonians, uh, you children. Absolutely, you absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Until no they say the game mind. is... Yeah, until they say the game is over and it's just a tie, and none of them, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, so that, that um, there you go. We've gotten to the so, that point. We get to the yeah. end, and they say, "Let's do extra time. We gotta we determine a winner of this quarterfinal." Uh-huh. And they say, eh, eh, eh. "Rules are made to be adhered to <laughs> by who? The we football find, yeah, association." And we say, "Who's the president of the football association?" And it's it's preppy boy whatever his name is. I didn't write his name down because there's so many new characters. I'm trying to learn their names. <laughs> right, it's some tall dude with a beard. I think good beard. Another good, a lot of good facial hair in this show. Yeah, they they got money for those beards. Um, even the mustaches are strong, man. That, that, Fergus, Fergus is a is a strong strong stash man. That's not Netflix money. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Grow out your stash. <laughs> yeah, here's some rogue gang. Get out of here. Um. So, anyways, though, the the issue with this is they're like, no, we don't want to finish the game. The, the game's over. But we'll play you again next week if you, you know, be down for that. The problem with that is they'd have to get a train to get down there again. Mm-hmm. And these are some poor folks, some poor boys. Yeah, they can't afford that, and it takes hours and hours to get there. Yeah, they said they've been up since the crack of dawn trying to get this game, and you just don't want to, and you don't want to bend the rules just a little bit to get extra time. Yeah. Nope. And so they cut to like the dinner with like the rich people. You know, they're still laughing about the game and stuff. The women aren't that impressed with it. They, no, they the, think the it's women actually are kinda... like, "You guys are heels in this situation." Yeah. Um. They're not impressed, and they actually they leave because they're just like, you know what? You boys have they're your raggle tackle. <laughs> yeah. Your raggle raggle tackle pastime. <laughs> yeah, Julian, that's what the boys. Hashtag Julian Fellows phrase of the episode. Yeah, raggle tackle pastime where you can find your boy Mike and everyone. Um, and then when they leave, the one guy says, "What do we talk about?" And the other one says, "The Russian uh, Russia Turkish war." Why don't you talk about soccer? How you got almost got spanked by these uh, these poor boys? Yeah, and it's funny. It's funny. Funny to think about the Russia Turkish war because who do we who do we know from that undoubtedly? Kurgan. The Prince Kurgan. Also, yeah. crossover. What if Kurgan shows up? Oh, man. If he's playing ball, I'm, Young I'm so there. Yeah. 
That'd be great. And then we, we um, see the the Darwin team at like a pub, and they are going ra- raging. Yeah. And then uh, that's where for we a see, tie game. That's where we see the transaction where they pay Fergus, and we find out he's like Han Solo. He just wants the money. He's there for the money. Yeah, but he doesn't feel like he won though because they tied. He doesn't get it. No, yeah, which Walsh is. Yeah, but Walsh is like it feeds their soul. Can't you see? It keeps them working at the mill. No, I didn't say that because my character is <laughs> a good person. <laughs> Our town needs it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the they're raging and everything. Uh, Fergus leaves early though, and he and he he sees a blonde singing. Yeah, and he talks to her a little bit. She. she she, she's a looker. Uh, offers to walk her home, but there's a catch. Mm-hmm. She's got a child. <laughs> she's got a child, and she's like, are you still, you still down? And he's like, yes, please. He's like, I'm fur. <laughs> I'm, I'm fur. Yeah. I'm here to play. I find it funny how the two potential love interests for these characters are introduced as a widow and a single mother. And it's like, how do we get these these regular guys to get women that may be a little bit out of their league, you know, their own league, out of Jimmy's league, out of uh, Fergus's league? How do how do we knock them? How do we make that happen? Oh, make one a widow, make one a single mother. That's how they can get these really hot chicks up for yeah, but their these own. These two dudes are pros. These should be. They should have their pick of the litter in Darwin. If you think about it, right? They're, they're shaping the game and everything. <laughs> but uh, nope. That that's how the, the yeah, producers worked wants it out. Us to to make sure that they're well-rounded nice guys right they're not dating the supermodels in the neighborhood nope but uh tommy takes jimmy aside in the bar and says hey how much you making how much we talking here (laughs) (laughs) and jimmy lets him know not we don't see it on screen but we get to that Mm -hmm. but first we Uh, get to the meeting of all the mill owners yeah so it's like the yeah. union of mill people, to which we see, I believe, Arthur's father is there, right? Yeah, uh, I don't think I saw it. I don't think he's there. Oh, maybe there uh, was just another rich person that looked familiar from another scene is there. Right. But we find out that uh, times aren't great for the mill workers, and they got to cut the wages. Five percent. Five percent wage cut. <laughs> That's a lot of percent. Which, that's a lot, yeah. Um, and the thing is, you know, Mr. Walsh tries to reason, like, we can't do this. We're, they're already, you know, barely making ends meet as is. But the difference is, Mr. Walsh, you got like 177 employees. The rest of you have a couple, two, three thousand. Yeah. You can't tell them to, you know, just you know, eat the costs. Because apparently they say the mills may be going out of business, which is like, what is your operations here if you're going to go out of business uh, and you're not, barely paying. It's not necessary, I guess. Yeah, y- people you don't know want clothes. People don't need yeah. rugs and towels. Whatever they make at the so, mill. It sounds like they're in the in the. They're going to need an industrial revolution there to help make ends meet there. In oh terms yeah, of these I see. Mill it's another Julian show, I guess. Yeah, but this is where we really see Mr. Walsh as, as the good good guy he, he he's the only voice in the room to say i can't cut the wages i won't do it but he has to they vote him out they vote him out uh well they don't vote him out but they outvote him saying like you know you're gonna have to impose this anyway sorry bro yeah, yeah. 
Which is, maybe, the funny thing is, though, they may have actually a case to mill workers because the next scene is the mill is actually closed for work that day. Yep, and and not only is it closed, but they have to go, and the football team are called in, and they, they... to keep the mill open, they can't go f- play the game. They have to forfeit the game the next week. Because the tickets, they have to get the money back for the tickets they got for the train. Yeah, I guess when you think about it, a whole football team's worth of tickets, two ways, and it's apparently a long ride. They're probably pretty expensive. Yeah, because the, the guy, the Mr. Walsh says, you know, we'll reopen it in a day, but I need all the money. You know, I, I need all the li- liquidity. And so that involves the, the train tickets there. Sorry, guys. There's just not going to be any football, and they're all just bent out of shape out of it. Mm-hmm. But I'd just be questioning. I'd be questioning Mr. Walsh's money practices, which they end up doing, <laughs> and yeah. justifiably. <laughs> and they they say like you, you know, they complain about them paying Fergus and and Jimmy, and mm-hmm. and then we see like Han Solo. You know, Fergus tries to just get up and leave. He says, "You know what? I'm not making money. On to the next one." Well, no, no, he does say. You know, even if you were to take our, a portion of our wages, that would barely cover a quarter of the, the cost that you need. Oh yeah, you but know? you know, like he's like, no, no money, no parts, no deal. Like I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm out. yeah, I, I can play for free back home or whatever. Um, he says, I'm, I, "My family's back there." Yeah, so they're they're almost what like, he means by that. He could have he could have kids, a bunch of kids. <laughs> yeah, we don't know anything about him. Uh, we don't see that walk with him and the blonde lady either. That yeah. he asked her. Maybe that's when he says, like, yeah, I actually got a kid, too. We don't need to talk about that. I got a handful of them. <laughs> yeah, two or, two or three of them. That's why I showed up here. Um, we actually we uh, skipped over, too. Uh, Jimmy and the redhead, they have a... I don't even know her name. Uh, I, I, feel like they didn't, I feel like they didn't even say her name. Yeah, we'll get it in the next episode, I'm sure. Either way, they, sh- they share a kiss. Of, like, a, a very, like, he goes in for the, the kill. She just kind of stands there and takes it. It was because, creepy. Yeah, but Fergus walks in there, and that, that that really clarifies. Oh, this is why it didn't didn't go down all the way. And but she's giddy. She's giddy about it. She's she's smiling to herself afterwards at this towering, average looking man kissed her. Yeah, I mean, who who wouldn't be? I guess. I I can think of quite a few people. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's just out of town celebrity, so you know he's got like we said, he's got his pick of the litter. Yeah. So, anyways, he's hung up on her, and, and Fergus is like, "We got to go. We got a train to catch, man. I got a one way ticket out of town. Let's go." <laughs> and then and, you know, Jimmy's kind of like, "All right, Ferg, you're the, you're my my keeper, so let's get out of here." And he explains that to her, like, "We've been bros like since day one. I can't just leave him." He's so his, his boy, he's his buddy Mike. They should have named him Mike. Right. Right. It's they're just tied together. It's like you and me, Dave. It's just like, well, I, I got to go with Dave. I can't just leave yeah, him. That's that's life. <laughs> Yeah, well, that reminds me of that. Nah, that's a story for another time. But, okay. Yeah. So, so anyway, so the boys the start going to run- the train. Yeah. And then the woman comes yeah. running, saying, "Don't, don't leave, don't leave, don't leave." And we find out. Well, like, she like, said, and they say, well, he says, "Why?" And she's like, "You got to see this." Now, if I'm in Ferguson's shoes, I'm gonna be like, "No, you tell me right here and now. Otherwise, I'm getting on this train that costs here. money. I'm going home." <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't waste my time here. Um, but for dramatic effects, they, they then go and see what the commotion is. Yeah, and we find out that Tommy, the captain of the team, has mm-hmm. wrangled the town into donating it to becoming members of the Darwin Football Club sort of fan club. 
Yeah, so they either, either pay per game or per week. I don't know what this involves exactly. I think they're basically saying put in what you can to support, and you can say you're like a stockholder. It's like the Green Bay Packers. Gotcha. Right, that, that explains it. Because the one thing they show is when they first play the first game in this episode, they have people watching it. I feel like they almost make it seem like it's the casual people there that you know are fans. Oh of them, yeah, the but... people on the street when you see like the, the yeah yeah. Well, be, I think the average people want to but... see Darwin win, even if yeah. they are like Aren't even if the Darwin. Atonians gotcha. are their home team. Got it. Yeah, so they give they give them enough money, and it's like uh, it's a wonderful life. You know, we yeah, have all the, the money, and, and it's time to play the game. Time to go to the Oval in London. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, you know, the, we go. Yeah, hopefully with this fundraising, they can afford better gear because you know they're still wearing the boots and everything. But like, let, let's not let's not kid around. The Etonians are not going to get embarrassed again. So it's a weird thing at the beginning of the game where there's three Etonians missing. Yeah, and this is a very fallowsy sequence. Yeah, they're like the 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 Darwin people are like you got to forfeit the game that's the that's the rules <laughs> and you you think that like oh they're up to something here where oh, okay so if three people they're like winking like if we don't get three people to show up then the game can't be played you know so so there nothing yeah. happens I think this is I think the only reason that this part exists is for them to spin the line of rules are meant to be adhered to back again that's the whole right. function of this scene is to have that. Because I don't know about you, Dave, but I was surprised when they said, like, oh, wait, there's the three of them. Where have they been? Because I thought that was, like, part of their actual strategy was, like, to try and get one over on the, the Darwin people again. Like, <laughs> oh, like, there's oh, only five of us. Yeah, but then, no, they're actually a, gonna... a quarterfinal game or whatever that this is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is, like, Dennis Rodman, like, you know, with NWO not showing up for practice and stuff. Then he just shows up at the game, like, oh, hey, guys, sorry, I was just wrestling. I was hanging out with Hollywood Hogan. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, dudes. These guys are hanging out with Hollywood Hogan, and then here they are at the game. Um, <laughs> I don't know why they're so Where were you guys? It's like, that's a they good yeah, question. Well, you can get punished. <laughs> yeah, You're on a, a team. We're in the set quarterfinals. This is, yeah, this is a much anticipated rematch. So, what they do with their three boys and their, their extra boys, they bum rush the other team. Oh, they, they play dirty. That's their response. I mean, it's funny because. All Fergus had to say was, like, spread out and move. And then the Etonians uh-huh. are like, just cover a man each, which is, like, football 101 for kids playing. You know, it's like, find your guy and stick to him like glue. Like, you want to – if man. you're defending, you need to be on your guy. But they play a little dirtier than that. Oh, uh, they do. They're knocking people down. Fergus gets taken out. Yeah, and, and and the game ends early. Like, it's like I thought it was going much more – I thought – yeah, I didn't this realize. was confusing. They didn't do. They they're not doing a great job making me know when the 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 stakes are high in the game. Yeah, I was like waiting for halftime, and then like, oh no, that was the game. They, they, they lost by horribly. one, right? <laughs> what? No, they lost by five to zip or oh, whatever. They got or five they got, I think they, they scored a little bit. It was it was it was a it was brutal though, man. It was it was a bad loss, and it definitely seems like even though they're doing man, it just seems like they were just harassing Fergus a lot, which he lets them know. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. They uh, definitely let him know. He, he he says straight up to Arthur, "Did you play the game or shadow me the whole way?" And then Arthur says, "No need to be a bad loser." Now, yeah, when that I, happened, I, I, I was like, "Is, is this halftime? We're gonna is this the game?" That was that moment where I was a little confused. Yeah, but, but now I understand where Arthur is coming from. Where like, yeah, if you lose the game fair and square, you are a bad loser. 
But just thinking from the mentality of sports and everything, there is that idea of you're supposed to respect the team because, you know, when you're playing either basketball or, or you know, American football or, or anything like that, sure, there's teams that sell out and, you know, protect the one key player who's their star player who makes points. But you mm-hmm. should try to show some level of respect to the rest of the team there that, like, oh, they may be able to make some moves or make some points. But in this game, it just seems like, no, just kill Fergus. Don't respect the rest of the team because they can't get anything done without him. It's just, no. Nah. So I, I get where our uh, Fergus is coming from. Like you, you didn't show me any respect or our team. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they they went yeah. from they they just played dirty. They're the monsters. This is like Space Jam. They they just got too good and just started whooping butt. Right. Playing and, defensively and, and physically. And I think Arthur is cognizant of that. You know, he he. Because that's the other thing that's so confusing is, you know, when his their boys don't show up at the beginning, he looks at his wife and he gets this, like, look in his face of, like, we should play fair, maybe, you know? And then yeah, the boys show up and it's like, no, okay. his conflict is, is, like, he doesn't know when to not be the, the rich heel. He wants to kind of be different than his father and be a, a bit more moral. A bit more upstanding, yeah, for, yeah. for his new child that's going to go. And... Mm-hmm. What are the repercussions of this, Dave? We get another sort of mean dinner. Just talking about how they just beat the crap out of Darwin. And all the women are are also not happy. And then we see Margaret get up and Mm -hmm. say, I got to go. I can't deal with this anymore. I'm going to sleep. And she's kind of grabbing her stomach, too. Because she's pregnant, yeah. Um, Just can't deal with the stress. So she uh, she goes back to her room and Arthur goes there and he's you know trying to plead his case. It, man, what a crazy cliffhanger for her first episode of a show. Yeah, geez, Julian says, you know, I got that Netflix money. I saw what they did on The Crown with blood and butts. I want to put some blood in episode one. And we get that. She has suffered a parent, what was an apparent miscarriage, it looks like. We'll see. I mean, yeah, that's pretty foul and... and very real, and we we're humanizing Arthur a bit right now, and Margaret. Well, yeah, I mean, because he is that, that is the thing here, and so that kind of brings us to the conversation of why Julian actually went after this. He, it's the classic upstairs downstairs, you know, of the rich and the poor blending together, and from from what he has said, this is a very interesting time, and in that you see them kind of clash in a way they hadn't yet. You know, we're still mm-hmm. some years off from Down Abbey, and this is a kind of important historical time to see that kind of blending together because he's always interested in that and how the the rich and the poor get along and side by side but also how they're both human too uh and that's the thing is what i'm curious about is you know how much more are they going to humanize arthur and you know are we going to see them meet eye to eye you know we'll see i mean we'll see it's interesting i'm i'm spoiler alert i really like this I really liked it too. I mean, and I'm also maybe a sucker just for sports too. So it just works on that level as well, even if they're still figuring out how to play the games out and everything. But that first game I thought was pretty effective in terms of like, oh yeah, man, they're definitely. down five to one and then they, they came back and tied up. Like I, I uh, like that it's it, it's a pretty small group of people that you really need to hone in on, but then that we can already see the sort of extra characters coming into their own and having their own opinions and, and thoughts and feelings and things like that. So I was, I was very pleasantly surprised by this. Cause I'm all, I gotta think like 
how I felt watching the first episode of Downton Abbey for the first time, and that was a long time ago now, but it was like... Was a decade ago. <laughs> yeah, like, this is... I was like, oh, this is cool. This is something that I can see myself enjoying. It, it's that fellow's yeah. tone. Yeah, leaning into it, which, again, you have a good product, Netflix. Julian delivered on his end. Hold up the bargain on your end. You already paid the budget. Promote it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's something you English should do. Game. Yeah. So you you want to get to these power rankings? Well... Was there anything we, should, we didn't really talk about that that Tommy guy? Um, maybe he'll come up in the rankings here. The captain? Uh, yeah, with the mustache, with the light mustache. He's an interesting character in that he you know he tries to suss out why the new guys are there. And then yeah, I they think don't really the, talk. They don't the really whole talk corruption to him aspect get, is being brought into play by both sides. Where Tommy doesn't want, doesn't feel justified with with these pros getting paid, and then we see mm-hmm. the other team saying you know, they could bring it to the commission that there's players getting played because it's illegal. Right. It's not really fair to the game. Uh, yeah, he, he's an interesting character because I'm trying to figure out what side he's going to end up on. Is he going to be won over by their, you know, strategy and game playing? Or is, or or... is he going to get, like, offered money to snitch on them by the rich boys? Right, because he's, he's pouring and he works in the mill and stuff. We'll but, see. Uh, was there any, any quotes, though, before we get to the... Um, get to the, the I, I've kind of put them put them all in in conversation. Like watching this for the first time, it's kind of like the crown. I'm not. I know this is definitely more quotable because it's more fellowsy, obviously. But all of my yeah. quotes that I wrote down, wrote down, we have said in the, the discussion of the episode. Yeah, I mean, they described the the old Italians as a rough team that will pack and try to run through you, which is a lot how those those soccer teams played back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't always have to run the ball forward. This game's about space. And yeah, raggle taggle. <laughs> that's a that's a good one. Yeah. So yeah, Dave, who who is down for you? And number three, on the downside, mm-hmm. I got Fergus. Okay. I mean, we we see his morals are not all that upstanding he's there for the money i know i, th- I have a feeling he'll be won over by the town as uh, as the, the show moves on but okay. he and he loses the big game he's this this hot ticket item that gets brought in for this big game and he loses that's fair it's fair I totally understand that i got number three the factory workers the the mill uh, they, they they got the a five percent wage cut and they're and they're shut out from it for a day from work uh Five percent. I don't care how how much sports you got going on. That's a lot of money. So, yeah, factory workers number three. Mm-hmm. I have Margaret at number two. Okay. Because we see throughout this whole episode, she's trying to sort of be there with her husband, who might be teetering towards being a good man, and he he chooses not to, and then also mm-hmm. she potentially loses a baby yeah she's my number one actually i thought that was uh that was a, it's a that that you can't top that in terms of things being worse well who's your Unless, number two uh, it's mr walsh well he's he's my number one see i, I had a feeling we had that we had it swapped <laughs> well because yeah mr walsh is irresponsible with his money he brings in these two ringer players who don't win the cup for him he almost loses the whole middle <laughs> uh yeah the only thing I can say about him really is he's got a really nice tan, considering the the gray uh, skies they have over there in England. That's that's true. That's true. 
Who do you got going up? Uh, Who's number three? But can't can't top for me what Margaret goes through. That's true. Uh, I just feel like Martha's we get a lot wife. more attention on yeah. on on old James Walsh, Walsh. So that's why for sure. Yeah. Well, for going up, uh, let me let me let me take a lead on this one. I got Arthur at number three going up. Look, okay. he, I know he loses he loses that game at the end, but the sh- sh- the show ends the first episode with him being hoisted up by the crowd. Like they're literally like picking him up off his feet and they're having him body surfing or crowd surfing there because they're so glad he's there and he's getting paid. So it's like, oh, he can be bad at this game and get paid well and people still like him. That that seems like a, a win. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say Arthur's my number two. Or yeah, he's not my number three. Oh wait. Did I say Arthur? Oh wait, I got him confused. I had. Oh wait, no. Good. I was just pitching for Fergus. Fergus actually isn't even on my thing. I had Arthur, Arthur at number three. He wins the game. I'm sorry, I had this completely wrong. Fergus is not even on my list. Yeah, Arthur's now, my number. Can... He's he's my number two. I retract everything I was just trying to put over on Fergus here. Okay, so yeah, he does have the town on his side, and he can get paid and be bad at his job and everything. But now I'm talking myself and putting him on my rankings. But at the same time, Fergus? he did lose the game. Yeah, I don't know why I was going to town, going to bat for Fergus, because <laughs> Arthur is not picked up and put in the the crowd surfing, crowd surfing. Arthur won the game. That's all he won. So good for him. That's one point. <laughs> Yo, I got I got Jimmy Love at number three. Jimmy, because he comes in, and just like you know, Julian Fellows loves making his Jimmy's ladies man. Jimmy comes in, and <laughs> he loves them. And loves he, to have him get the stroke. He meets a widow, lays the lays the Mac down. He seems to be a little bit more accepted in the gang than Fergus, who is a bit more of a rogue. And, you know, I think his upside is a little better because he's not the captain. And then, like I said, Arthur's my number two for the same reasons that you said. So who's your number two? Darwin, actually, the town of Darwin. Now, what I said for number three is Darwin is my number one. Oh, okay. Well, the town of Darwin is number two for me because... It's it's Green Bay, baby. They they don't even have to... Yeah. Yeah, you can buy in. You don't even have to win the game to celebrate. You know, it just seems like it's a win-win for that whole town. You know, good yeah. times. Well, who's your number one? Then? Well, who's your number two? Arthur. Wait, who's your number three? Oh, number two is your Arthur. I mean, why is Arthur Jimmy Love is number three? Arthur's number two, and the town of Darwin is because you won one. the game. Okay. So who's your? So you're saying even though even though Arthur won the game, he's still number two over the town of Darwin because his morals are in question, and his wife just might have lost a baby. True. I, number one, I got Jimmy. <laughs> like he, again, he's got none of the stress on him that Fergus has. Yeah, and I, they kind of suggest in that second game he may not even be that good considering they covered Fergus the whole time and Jimmy couldn't do anything. Um, he's a big and, boy. He's got. He's already. He gets a. He gets a smooch in there and he's getting paid just as well and none of the pressure. So I think Jimmy's. He, he's things are going to go just fine for him. Okay. Cool. <laughs> well, speaking of yeah. things going just fine. I have a feeling this English game will be fun for us. I think it's going to go down smoothly. I, I it's only six excited. episodes, so maybe if Belgravia is not available, we might have to bounce back to old Liz and Phil after this. I mean, it wouldn't be the worst. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, so that's it. I mean, I feel like our crown episodes kind of get wrapped up quick. We, we've been going pretty long right here. It's all about the characters. You know, when the show digs in deep like this one has in terms of making you feel for them, whereas The Crown is much more removed a little bit, even though mm-hmm. you understand it. I don't know. There's the just something, a little more, something stoic. more heartening about these characters. Yeah. What's that? The Crown is more stoic. 
It's yes, very regal. Yes, that, whereas fair. this, I think, everything Julian tries to knock the rich people down to size. Mm-hmm. So, no, yeah, I'm, exi- I'm excited for the future for this show, for what we're going to do with By it. By the way, did you notice, this is one thing we haven't mentioned, this first episode, they show the, the handsome men in the locker room, and there's just a shot of the guy's, like, abs as he's, like, pulling his shirt up, and he's got, like, the thing, and they, like, linger on, like, th- these bodies, and then and they're Julian the rich men. He knows his audience. He knows his audience. It's like Branson. <laughs> I guess so. Just show it off. <laughs> the Netflix money of these, these people getting in shape. Yeah. So, you know. On that follow, note. <laughs> yeah, follow us on all the social medias. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Email us. Not going to be posting pictures of those those men shirtless, but I'll be posting a few pictures of the show. Yeah, and you know if you are available to to hop on at four o'clock on Friday Eastern Time, Highclere Castle Gin, just look them up on Facebook and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. So with that, you know, we'll round see round two you at, next week. Yeah, we'll see you on the pitch. Yeah. All right.